Welcome to the first ever episode of my podcast. This is Charlie Wolf, and I'll be your host for tonight. So, on tonight's topic list the occult, magic, and spirits. So, where should we start? <laughs> well, I guess a little background about me. That might be a little bit helpful. I was raised in an occult family. I guess I would be what you would call a hereditary witch. Meaning, most of my practices were learned through family interactions. Mostly through elders, through passing interactions, and minor discussions. Although not many of the family actually practice... There are plenty of the family that are occult academics. So I was raised with an abundance of information and knowledge at my fingertips. So, because of this, I feel I have a unique perspective that isn't something that is given, well, not given, but something that you don't find very often in others. So, I thought, Let's make this podcast, let's have some discussions, and maybe I can share some of my knowledge in the hopes that it'll help advance your practice or help you in some way. So, magic. What is magic? Well, some people would say magic is an illusion, a trick something that is done as a stagecraft. And then there are others who will say magic is the ability to make manifest anything within reality with but nothing other than some energy and intention. And this for the most part is incorrect. You most definitely can do that. I would say magic. Magic is what we call the process by which we connect with nature in a way that makes the impossible possible. To me, it is an extension of true nature, what makes you truly human. You see, many cultures and religions for as long as time has existed were always connected to the earth in ways that we nowadays consider fanciful, almost unrealistic. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's not unrealistic. It is doable. But, with all the modern trappings of society, and all the things that we have shoved down ourselves via the excuse of culture, we have lost a lot of what our ancestors had, a deep understanding and connection with nature, in, to the point that one didn't need weathermen. <laughs> 
to tell you what the weather was going to be like. You could open your door and stand outside, and within a second, know what the weather was going to be like. You didn't need an explanation, and hell, you probably couldn't even explain it even when you did feel it. But you just knew. Rain was coming. A thunderstorm was coming. I find myself doing this very often, actually. Um, sometimes I wonder, is it just that I have become very aware of my surroundings to the point that predicting the natural weather phenomenon becomes instinctual. This could be true. It most definitely could be a result of such things. Is it magical? I don't know that it is. But some may say it would be. They say, you, you're connected with the earth, with the skies. Well, yes and no, I suppose. I mean, I don't think I'm particularly connected in that way when I go outside and I look out the window or, or whatnot. But I guess I will say maybe all the years of extensive meditation, spiritual practices, working on myself to better myself as a person um, may have provided me with an extra sensibility sensibility sensitivity <laughs> a sensitivity a sensitivity to my surroundings in a way that is almost subconscious i'm all right with that i can deal with that see for me although i grew up in an occult family i always thought that being a skeptic even while being a mystic and an occultist is paramount. <laughs> Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons, really. Um, let's talk about spirits, right? So let's use that as a, as a, as a bridge to the topic. So, <clears throat> where was I going? Spirits. Yeah, how was I going to bridge it? Oh my god, my brain just burnt out. Oh man, this is what happens when you try to do uh, recordings uh, late at night. But, uh, yeah, I, f I lost myself completely. Anyways, let's just jump into uh, the spirit topic. So, when you're dealing with spirits and stuff, mm, I thought I had the thought back. I'm mistaken. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, that stoner brain, it fries out from time to time. I haven't had a morning smoke or a midnight toke, depending on how you look at time. But um, being aware of spirits, um, entities, this was something that most of us as kids are aware of. Um, some people see imaginary friends, or they, they call them imaginary friends. At least that's how society labels them. Oh! Oh, 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 Back to the other thought. Oh, it was something about, oh, man. Convincing oneself. Oh, yeah, being a skeptic. Okay, so people can lose their minds in the pursuit of the occult and magical practices. Hear me out. So, mental illness is a real thing. 
The reason I say it's good to be a skeptic and to question everything, even as a magical practitioner, is because some people do drive themselves mad and even manifest psychoses as a direct result of playing pretend while engaged in the occult. Now, the example I'm going to use is with the spirits. For example, there are many a ritual that talk about, discuss, show how one would summon a spirit, an entity, a divine, a deity, etc. You may not get anything to show up. Something may show, something may not. Now, the people who perform that and then decide, oh, nothing showed up, well, I'm going to imagine and pretend as if something did and go through the actions and talk to myself as if I was talking to a spirit and all in between. Now, these people feel or think that they're under this misconception that you have to uh, imagine it, manifest it in, in such a way where it is like a mental construct you're building and overlaying upon the earth or the world, that your reality, right? That is the furthest thing that you should be doing. Never, ever, 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 ever do that. You will 100%, maybe not 100%, but there's a good chance that you can develop a psychosis where you will drive yourself mad. You will start to see things where nothing exists. You will start to force hallucinations onto yourself. They may become involuntary hallucinations. To which that is where I would classify it as a self-made psychosis. This is kind of the major reason I think most religions say practice of the occult and study of, of spirits and magic is forbidden. And it's not that it's forbidden for everyone. But I do feel like it is their way of saying this type of knowledge, this type of pursuit is not for all. So I would say it's for some reason being that there are a lot of religions that mention ways of you using or practicing magic, summoning spirits, speaking to the dead, where it is totally okay and is accepted and respected. But I do feel like for the majority of the population, it's not something they should dabble in. Not everybody has the wherewithal, the intelligence. Well, I guess intelligence is not the right word. The common sense. Or, men well, not common sense, mental fortitude. Yeah, mental fortitude. To kind of sit down and really investigate, really take time to learn, to work, to, to build a certain set of skills. Hell, we have this whole group of people, which Lord knows I'm about to get some massive amount of flack for this. But um, there are people that I would call the red flag community. Uh, this would be your quote-unquote light workers 
well. And what I mean by light workers is those individuals who talk about high vibrations and low vibrational people and you shouldn't deal with low vibrational anything because it is not good for you. Only high vibrations. This is what I refer to as New Age Puritan. Like, first of all, you do realize that plants, most of your just fucking crystals, your oils, all of those are low vibrational. Low vibration does not equal evil, bad, or unfavorable. It's just a different dimension of life. This is the same group of people who uses that kind of Christian mentality um, to also say, oh, well, some spirits are evil. Oh boy. Evil, you say. <laughs> Based on what? How many spirits have you interacted with? How many have you seen? Oh, none? Oh, then why the fuck are you talking? Let's be real. In almost every religion that predates Christianity, the discussion of spirits, demons, deities, anything of the supernatural world that is a, an entity wasn't really considered evil or good. It just was. I mean, if you're out in the ocean and a tiger eats you, I mean a tiger, a shark eats you, is that shark evil? Or is it just a fucking shark? It's just a fucking shark that happened to eat you. It's not evil. It's just obeying its nature. You triggered something to activate its nature to cause it to attack you. That is what it is. It's the same with the spirit world. Spirits, demons, deities, that's basically the best way I can describe them. They are manifestations of nature in their own way. And although some may be pleasant to look at, others may be horrifyingly grotesque and terrifying. Hell, if you've ever written, if written, read, <laughs> um, the biblical descriptions of what the angels look like, oh boy, oh my. You would probably say, that is not an angel, that is a monstrosity. It is a demon. But, lo and behold, that is the way things are. That is the way natural things look sometimes. They're not pretty. Sometimes they're terrifying. They're not necessarily the type of images that bring comfort. Hence why, in the Christian Bible, it specifically says, What? That this is the reason that they are invisible to humans. Because their visage is so terrifying and awe-inspiring that it may kill you to gaze upon one. Literally, your heart would stop. Yeah, that seems a bit intense, don't you think? And yet, this is also the same religion that goes around telling people that their horrifying imagery of, oh, God forbid, Baphomet, a depiction of nature itself, hence the reason why the man has breasts, yes, because it is both the men, it is both feminine and masculine, it is nature incarnate, hence the bits of animal 
on its body. But somehow the Christians are like, that's the devil. Although by the Bible's description of what a devil is, a devil is any spirit pretending to be the divine. So first of all, I've never seen a spirit pretend to be a deity. And that's, we're talking about someone who's been in the occult and practicing for, well, I've been surround, I've been studying the occult since, for about 30 years, since I was about four. And um, definitely practicing for at least, at least 24. So, yeah. That's never been a thing. Same way I don't really worry about consistent protections. I mean, yes and no. So, protections for some things, but not for everything. I don't really use protections when dealing with most spirits. Why? Because it's a fucking spirit. And it's kind of a weird thing to call forth a spirit and kind of hold a knife to its neck and say, Hey, I want to have a conversation. It's a weird interaction. I know, I know. It's a weird way for me to describe the imagery, but that's the best way I can explain it. You know, you know the type. These are the people who, uh, let's call in the quarters. Let's uh, create a circle and then let's summon something while holding an athame. Because nothing says, I'm terrified of you more than I've got a knife and I know how to use it. <laughs> but I do digress. Uh, where was I going to go with any of this? I guess nowhere, really. It's just a general rant and discussion. Figured I'd introduce myself and uh, use this as a, you know, little starting point for, uh, for the show. But, um, yeah, you know, if you like what you hear, uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and follow and uh, keep listening. And um, if you can help in any way any donations um, are greatly appreciated it will help to make the show a lot better and help me get some equipment to do far cooler stuff maybe even have some guests on for fun discussions on a number of topics in the occult from spirits magic necromancy thurgy uh heresy, like, you name it, we'll cover it. <laughs> Hell, I'll even take care of cryptids, because why the fuck not? Who don't fucking love a good cryptid? I may even do the occasional... the occasional... creepypasta-style story. Maybe read something creepy in a terrifyingly deep and mysterious voice. <laughs> Nah, I'm just fucking with you. But no, for real, I probably will do something similar. I haven't really quite decided as to what I would like to do 100%, but I do want to have discussions covering a wide number of topics in the occult, in magic, in spirituality. And really, just speaking honestly and bluntly about these topics. No shade, no stress, no worries. Think of this as... Occult and spirituality with a little bit of an edge. So, till next time, guys, stay weird.